There are oases of comfort throughout the world. However, the Earth offers few pleasures for most of its inhabitants. For his 10,000 years of grubbing a living off the planet, man has found life for the most part to be cruel. Disenchantment abounds, fatigue, hunger, and cold. However, nature, almost as an afterthought, softened her terms. She sprinkled the harsh earth with a variety of plants, each offering momentary escape, a passport from reality. Their protective effects have been known since the time of the ancients. Virtually any of the hot countries of the world, where the soil is fertile and farmers still employ the oldest methods of cultivation, flourishes a plant scientifically known as Papaver somniferum, more commonly known as the opium poppy. Its pods contain a milky fluid that for centuries provided the raw material for one of the most demoralizing and dissipating vices in the world. Known as far back as 4000 BC, use of opium historically centered on the Mediterranean. Eventually, Arab and Persian traders introduced the mystic wonders of the poppy to all the communities with whom they bartered. By the 16th century, India was cultivating it. In the 17th century, China discovered the euphoric delights that came from smoking it. Opium dens, set back in sinister alleys, flourished throughout the Far East. Even though millions of Chinese were thrust into moral and physical degradation, the use of opium was actually romanticized in literature by Edgar Allan Poe, Thomas De Quincey, and Samuel Taylor Coleridge, all brilliant writers, and each an opium taker. Its use had become such a problem in China that the emperor issued edict after edict forbidding its import. In spite of this, in the 1800s, British and American sea captains bought shiploads of opium at the great auctions in Calcutta and traded them illicitly at Chinese seaports. Then the emperor cracked down. In 1838, in one hall, he confiscated six million dollars worth of opium from the British ships at Canton. England retaliated with a naval squadron and the notorious opium wars were on. Although she would be censured in the eyes of the world, the war enabled Britain to force a treaty, giving her the greatest port in the Far East, Hong Kong. As well as unrestricted opium trade for her enterprising sea captains. Then, in the 19th century, a German refinement. Through a relatively simple chemical process, raw opium was transformed into morphine base. In 1898, another refinement from Germany. From morphine base came the derivative, heroin. It took at least 60 centuries to bring poppy's euphoric effects from the cradle of civilization all the way to the opium pipes in Canton. But within only a few decades, modern science was able to funnel the poppy's impact straight into the central nervous system in one cool blast. Today, thousands of prisons and hospitals all over the world are crowded with patients who have experimented with the poppy's final derivative and who have become addicted to it.
Its astronomical profits on the street corners of the Ginza in Tokyo, the Piccadilly Circus in London, and the Great White Way in New York have made it the world's number one illicit commodity. A deck of heroin sold on a metropolitan sidewalk is the final transaction in a long series of closely guarded clandestine operations.